0: This is episode 48 with Danielle Adamski. Hello and welcome to the Love Yourself to Happiness show. We are your hosts, Maya and Michaela, and we are lifestyle strategists for moms. We absolutely love helping moms just like you to uplevel your lifestyle, mindset, career, and relationships and helping you to fill your cup up so that you can be the best version of yourself and achieve anything that you want. Think of this podcast as your personal development tool where each week you'll get an infusion of tips, resources and methods from our favorite leading experts that will inspire you to harmonize motherhood and become an empowered woman. All this information is free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. We also want to invite you to join our free private Facebook group called Energized Mama Tribe. We are also offering a free masterclass, five steps to get 10 or more hours of purposeful time to harmonize motherhood and your personal identity. Lastly, we're offering free breakthrough calls with us to help implement the tools we teach you in the class. You can find all this information by visiting mayaandmikaela.com. So grab a cup of tea or coffee, sit back and welcome to Love Yourself to Happiness show. Author of The Power of a Growth Mindset, The Journey to Emotional Freedom, Danielle is a motivational speaker, self-awareness expert, and relationship coach. She teaches women how to develop self-awareness to improve their relationships with themselves and with their partner in her program called Inner Mastery of Personal Growth. Danielle also has a marriage mastery program for couples seeking to save their marriage. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in And to welcome to our show today, we have Danielle Adamski. How are you today? I'm fabulous. How are you today? Awesome, awesome. So happy to chat with you. Thank you. Can you you just share with us a story on how you got to do the work that you do?
1: Sure, absolutely. Okay, so over the last 22 years, I've been in uh, several relationships. Um, some very serious relationships, and um. I wasn't always the best in relationships, okay? So I didn't always think the way that I do today, which caused me to have so many uh, doubts about myself and my ability to keep a relationship. So over the course of years, I had three relationships where I was the one who broke it off. And one of them was where I got divorced and I have a daughter And so that was really heartbreaking for me. And the thing is, is I wanted to stop repeating the patterns that I had. I knew that after three relationships that it may not be them. And Mm. so I started to really take a look at each relationship and decide, was that something that I could have done differently or was there something that I could have done differently in the relationship to maybe make that work out better? Um, And over time, after I did this self-awareness and just self-reflection, I realized that I had a repeating pattern of not feeling important. And so therefore, every time I was in a relationship, I started to see that I wasn't important. That's what was mirroring back to me was a reflection that I wasn't important. And so because I wasn't important in my mind, I thought that they didn't love me. They didn't love me as much as I loved them. So I justified breaking up with them or, you know, I got a divorce because I thought that I would find somebody better, that the grass was greener on the other side. When in reality, what I learned was the grass wasn't greener, that I just had more to learn about myself. And once I started to reflect about what I was doing, I realized that I had a limiting belief that I wasn't important and that I wasn't loved, which was completely not true. Mm-hmm. But it took me three painful breakups to, to finally come to my senses, I guess. So the universe continued to knock on my door until I opened it and realized what was going on. So Wonderful. that's how I got into it is that I had a very painful divorce and it was excruciating, and I didn't want anybody to have to go through what I went through, which was not having my daughter 50% of the time. So to me, that was so painful that I vowed to learn as much about myself as I could, learn about forgiveness and healing, and then start helping other people, which is exactly what I do today. So that was the reason I decided to get into uh, relationship coaching. That is amazing. Thank you. you. Share with us some steps that you
0: took, you know, for your self reflection and for you to be able to break that pattern.
1: Sure. So I think what you know everyone needs to do is they need to start looking inward at their thoughts. That's the first thing that I would do is start observing your thoughts from a different perspective. So meaning the perspective of what may be spirit or God or the universe or whatever you want to call it but look from a different perspective instead of who you are and, and becoming attached to your thoughts detach from the thoughts and start watching what is going on in your mind that would be the first step that I would do and that's what I was actually doing it was just starting to realize that I keep saying the same things over again that he doesn't love me and then He would say, yes, I do. And I said, no, you don't because of this. So Mm -hmm. you can watch this ping pong in your mind go back and forth. And as a witness to your thoughts, you can see how this repeating pattern of thoughts will create different emotions in your life. And those emotions will lead you to decisions that you may regret later. Right, right. And
0: did you do that through journaling or meditation?
1: No, I didn't. At that time, I did not spend a lot of time journaling. What I did was I just watched my thoughts throughout the day. Ah. And so uh, just as an observer of my own thoughts. So when I would get into the shower, I would would say, okay, what am I thinking about? And you just watch your thoughts. Like as soon as you wake up and get out of bed, your mind just starts going about your day, right? Thinking about your day, thinking about what is going on going to happen throughout the day, but really worrying about this or that. And so while I was in the shower, I started to, just started to observe what was going on. But then I also started to work on forgiveness. There's a Hawaiian practice called Ho'oponopono that I highly recommend to everyone, and that is on forgiveness. So I, I was watching my thoughts, and as I was watching my thoughts, I kept blaming my ex-husband for the situation that I was in. And so I learned that I needed to forgive, but I didn't really know how to forgive. So I had been a, a Christian in the past and I went to church and I just couldn't figure out okay, well, they say to forgive, but how do you do that? And so one night I was laying in bed and I was feeling so angry and resentful and just bitter. And I started thinking, okay, I know this is like poison for my body. I shouldn't be thinking this way. I know I need to learn to forgive, but I just wasn't sure how to forgive. So I, like everyone, you know, Googled and YouTubed and tried to figure out how to forgive. And I came upon this really beautiful Hawaiian practice called Ho'oponopono. And in the practice, it talks about, um, there's just four things that you say, and then you'll be able to forgive whoever it is that you need to forgive, and then and they forgive you. So we're all connected in spirit, and so this practice helps the two of you learn to forgive each other. So within about seven days, I let go of all of the hurt and anger and resentment that I was feeling towards my ex-husband. So that's how I started.
2: Love it. Yeah. I, I, love the, I love how you talked about the forgiveness because I know last summer, I was actually listening to the book, the book of forgiveness by the Dalai okay. Lama and um, Archbishop Tutu. And, and I loved listening to it because you can really hear their, their personalities and their banter um, back and forth. But a big part of their, their discussion was forgiveness. And I remember being in a similar place as you where I was feeling really angry about my situation um and really couldn't wrap my head around how to how do you forgive like i'm so mad and like and he's not going to change and you know all those things and but the way that they spoke of it as a way of having compassion to other just that we're all human and that we're Mm -hmm. all just people walking around the earth having all sorts of different issues on different levels it really helped with that forgiveness part because, you know, I've done the loving kindness and the hope, however you say the hope, hope no boom. <laughs> oh, Ho-
1: Pono Yeah.
2: yeah. Ho-ponopono. And the, they're great. But that, but that was kind of my first kind of aha moment where I realized that forgiveness was a really big part of my healing so that mm-hmm. I let it
1: all go. Right. So that's the first thing I start every client out on is just focusing on forgiveness because you can't elevate your consciousness until you, move past the the negativity that you have the resentment and the anger that you're having you can't get to those higher states of being before you clear out that for you know what you need to forgive. So right. I always start with that. And I found that the ho'oponopono is is a very quick almost magical type of forgiveness and anyone can do it and I usually get within 7 to 16 days people saying that was crazy weird, but good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a gift that you give to yourself. Not really, right. for, not necessarily for them. Uh, however, it does help heal them as well, but it is really for you and right. And for your, your growth. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I know another book that I just finished reading was uh, the, uh, it's just by, it's by, uh, Archbishop Tutu and his daughter. And, uh, I think it was. It's like very similar to the other name, but the book of forgiving maybe, and Mm -hmm. um, and they talk a lot about you know life in South Africa and apartheid and all those things and how they've used that forgiveness and compassion um, to heal their country and it's so Mm -hmm. so amazing because and he talks about how forgiveness is so much about it's about the individual it doesn't mean that you that the the bad things that happened were that they're okay (laughs) and that they, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, that the other person, um, you know, shouldn't have done them, but that it's more about just like you being able to release it and accept that it's happened and, and, you know, it's part of who you are now. So.
0: Right. And it also allows you to reframe the story and Mm -hmm. let go for yourself to not even have that pattern in your mind. So, Yeah. Forgiveness is is a very, very powerful practice. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have a question. Um, I know you work with couples to remain married um, so they can share open intimacy and, you know, have a healthy family unit. I am not married. I am a single mom. I have a daughter, but in the future I would love to, get married. So do you have any tips or um, some things, you know, some tools or mindset shifts that I can take, you know, right now and be able to implement when I do get married? So
1: sure. (laughs) Okay. So, so really, I think uh, the best tip would be obviously to get to know yourself. That's why I do self-awareness. Okay. But really get down to your limiting beliefs. If you've Ever practiced or learned how to get to your limiting beliefs? I would focus on that because that really drives a lot of our behavior. And when you get into a situation with your mate and they have their limiting belief of, let's say, it's not good enough, they're going to always feel like they need to defend themselves. Um, and you need to feel like you will feel like you need to defend yourself. But if you can see, that you have a limiting belief of, let's say, not feeling important or not feeling safe, and they have one of not feeling good enough, you can start looking at them in a different way and realizing that they're not actually, um, they're just defending their belief that that they're, you're projecting to them. So you need to find out what your limiting belief is and then start healing that because that will come into your relationship, whether you think it will or not, it, it just joins you. So you can't get away from yourself. So understanding really what it is deep down, that is your limiting belief is important. Very important. Okay. So I have a question.
2: You, you know, you talk about the self-awareness and that sort of thing, and you work with, you know, keeping couples together. Mm
1: -hmm. Is there
2: like, what, what do you do in situations where, you know, one, one partner is willing to mm-hmm. look into self-awareness and what their limiting, limiting beliefs are and, those, and do that deep work, and the other partner isn't. Is it still – are you still able to kind of save, save a marriage? Yeah, uh, absolutely. both parties aren't do, willing mm-hmm. to
1: do the work? Most of my couples are in situations where the one partner is working And the other partner wants nothing to do with the program. So they've either checked out, are having an affair, are um, not interested in what they call, they think this is therapy. So most of them are not on board. And so I work with the one couple who is in the relationship and is committed and wants to do the inner work and wants to heal the relationship. And so we focus really on them and understanding themselves. But once they understand themselves, they can see their husband in a different way or their wife in a completely different way. Like I said earlier, when you know that your spouse has a limiting belief of not feeling good enough, you don't feel like you need to defend yourself anymore. You can stop arguing with your partner about the things that you think are important And so if you stop arguing about certain things, your relationship naturally gets better. But what I mainly focus on is raising your vibration. So when you know yourself and you start shifting your mindset, you become a happier person. And you really get back to being that person that your spouse married in the first place, not the person that has had years of disappointment or frustration or anger or guilt or grief or whatever it is that's bringing their vibration down. So then they start becoming more attracted to their partner again because they're starting to see that their partner is joyful and happy again, not depressed and sad. So for men, men like to make sure that their wife is happy. And if their wife isn't happy, then they start wondering what's wrong with them. And if, if, you can be happy regardless of what's going on in your relationship. They then start just kind of getting on board naturally and the relationship starts turning around. So one person can turn around a relationship, even Mm -hmm. if they're not in the program per se.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, And I had one other question. So you've gone, you went through a difficult divorce, um, but then now you just said that you got married about a year ago. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So my so how my- did you approach, you know, you, you went through kind of um, a difficult marriage and divorce and then how, when, how did you get to a place where you were ready to dive into the whole marriage thing again? Because I know a lot of people that have been divorced and are like, you know, never.
1: <laughs> right. Again, you know? Right. Well, my, my, Previous marriage was not really a difficult divorce. We were actually very amicable. I'm saying it was just hurtful as far as when you get divorced, it's a very hurtful thing as you probably are aware, right? That you lost that union that you thought was going to last forever. So in no way was it a, a terrible marriage or anything like that. Again, I take the responsibility because I know that a lot of it was me and my limiting belief of not feeling important and not feeling loved, which caused the divorce in the first place. The painful part for me was not having my daughter around. Um, That was what was really difficult for me. My ex-husband and I, to this day, are very close and very good friends, and um, we had worked together in the past. So most people that see us think, how is it possible that the two of you are just as friendly as can be? Well, it's because I learned to forgive him and And let go of all that hurt that I was carrying around. Um, As far as moving on, I I was not willing to move on until I learned how to heal most of, you know, the things that were going on. So my husband had to work uh, for a few years (laughs) before I was really uh, interested in getting married again. So it was just me working on me. And when I felt like I could enter the the marriage, whole and healed. Then I said yes.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: that's how it went. I didn't want to enter into a relationship again. Not not the relationship, but into the marriage again. Not not feeling like I was completely healed. I just right. just didn't feel like that was a good idea.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's so powerful to enter a marriage whole and healed. Huge. <laughs>
2: Thanks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely,
2: yeah, thank you. um so could you share with us um a success story with a client
1: using your methods? um yeah, I, absolutely I have um let me see, I don't want to give names out if that's okay, of course, okay. All right. So yes, I have a client right now whose husband was very interested in a lady at work and was on the verge of having a physical affair. He was actually in an emotional affair with this lady at work. And my client had come to me in desperation with a lot of anxiety and fear that her husband would leave her for this other lady and so this had been going on for a couple of months before she contacted me. And when we spoke together, she, was very, she felt that I was more like a friend and that I listened to her needs. So as we you know, started talking, I realized she would be a really good fit for my program because she had a great personality. She was just suffering from worrying about her husband leaving her. So we started working together, and we started working on her mindset first and raising her vibration and working on forgiveness because she did have a lot of judgment towards her husband for looking at other women and and engaging in an emotional affair. She was judging him. And so that just continued to push him away. And so the program that she entered into was called Inner Mastery, and it's only a four-week program. And within the four weeks, we raised her vibration and her happiness and now her and her husband, he talks about how excited he is now and how happy he is with her and he has stopped the um, the uh, emotional affair with the the lady that he was at work and he quit his job and is working now in a new place so that he can avoid that lady even more. So things are good as of yesterday. She said that she was very grateful and happy for the program and also for the the skills that she learned in order to raise her vibration. So yeah, that was a really good, good story. Yeah.
0: yeah that's amazing. Thank you. That yes. is
1: really,
0: yeah. Well, it just shows, you know, I mean, as a side note, you know, most men, if they're unhappy at home, you know, if, the wife is nagging and it's always negative that's what they look for they want somebody positive because they sort of need that and right so if we're probably able to be that for ourselves mm-hmm. right i think that part of your system is to is that kind of cures the situation at home
1: yeah that certainly helps um i do have yeah. a lot of women that are in this or a lot of husbands that are in the same situation though so it is definitely not a one-sided where men have more affairs than women, I, I'm finding that it's quite equal, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, um, so yeah, there's needs that are not getting met, and they're definitely looking outside the home for them, uh, which is you know which is, makes it very difficult to have a committed relationship
0: right, right,
1: right. Oh, love it.
0: So Danielle, can you tell us uh, what is? your book recommendations, uh, sure. recommendation for our listeners?
1: Yes. Well, I'm going to uh, offer up my, my book. It's called The Power of a Growth Mindset, and it's The Journey to Emotional Freedom. So I wrote this book about a year ago. It took me a year to write, so I just kind of packed away every day. Uh, it was, like I said, it was difficult. It took a while to write, but basically it goes over my experiences on how I was able to heal myself. So anyone that is interested in trying to break free from the shackles of the negativity in their mind and the emotional prison that we put ourselves into, uh, they could get my book. And I think it's, I got paperback and I think it's 1495 and then I have the Kindle as well. So, so that's my recommendation. Yay.
2: Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm going to add that to. Is it, is it on Amazon?
1: Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, right. I'm working on the Audible right now. The Audible won't come out for a while. I've just been so busy that I have the last three chapters to record. And other than that, it'll be ready to go. But yeah, I just haven't got
2: to it. I bet that is time consuming. I'm, one of the books I'm listening to right now is
1: very long. <laughs> Okay.
2: And I was thinking about how long it must have taken her to record it.
1: <laughs> it did take me a while to record it, but the book actually is, uh, you could probably read it within two to three hours if Ooh, you were actually like going that. to read it. So it's, it's less, than, less than 150 pages. So I think it's around 143. Awesome.
2: Great. I'm yeah, excited. So it's
1: quick, quick read. Nice.
2: All right. So to conclude, can you please share with us three things that you're grateful for?
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm grateful for my husband and how hard he works every single day because he loves his family. It makes me very proud of him and grateful for him. I'm very grateful for the two kids that I have. I've been blessed with a stepson who's 15 and my daughter who is 11. And I'm grateful for just being able to share the wisdom that I have, even if it came from some heartache. Mm. Beautiful.
2: ah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it very much. Thank
2: you for listening to the Love Yourself to Happiness show. If you like what you heard and you're interested to see if you're a fit to work with us, here is what to do next. Head over to mayaandmichaela.com forward slash apply. That's mayaandmichaela.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak with our team. We will get you on a call for about 45 minutes and we will work with you to craft a step-by-step game plan to uplevel your lifestyle, mindset, career, and relationships and help you fill your cup so that you can be the best version of yourself. And we will get you clarity on three things. Number 1, we will help you see what mindset shifts need to be made in your life. Number 2, you will learn how to create a schedule so that your schedule can support your goals. And 3, how to take action, take your life to the next level and thrive.
1: We look forward to talking to you soon.